Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Up next, Luna talks with Anna Paulina Luna, part of the Gingrich 360 Network. The effort to recall Democrat Governor Gavin Newsom fails. More evidence of voting issues emerges in California, and I meet the one and only President Donald Trump himself. Stay tuned for a jam-packed episode. This is Luna Talks with Anna Paulina. Welcome back to today's episode of Luna Talks with me, your host, Anna Paulina Luna. As you know, yesterday, and as we had actually moved forward this week with coverage of the special election for the recall efforts in California against Gavin Newsom, we saw that everyone and their grandmother in leftist politics or really establishment Democrats did not want to lose Gavin Newsom. I wonder why. (laughs) You had Joe Biden, you had Obama, you had Kamala Harris, Even AOC talking about the importance of holding California and that they could not lose California. Well, no sooner did they start doing that than yesterday and really the day before, we started seeing videos actually on KTLA 5. What is going on? We spoke with several concerned voters here in the West San Fernando Valley who believe something wonky had been going on at places like El Camino Real Charter High School in Woodland Hills. This place opened up as an early polling location, open 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. daily. But several people tell us they showed up to vote this morning in the special California governor recall election and were told that computers showed they had already cast their ballots. So what? I went to El Camino High School to vote, got there at 1030, gave her this, and she scanned it and said, you voted. And I said, no, I haven't. And she said, this has been happening all morning. The man next to me was arguing the same thing. Well, I asked the couple, the young women that I talked to, and I said, are you in? By any chance, Republicans. She said, yes. And I said, well, so am I. So that's obviously that viral clip that we saw going around on the internet yesterday. And I was getting messages all day long. How do we fight this? How do we really fight back against what they're trying to do with the elections? Well, in this instance in particular, we heard a great clip that I'll roll for you guys in a little bit from Harmeet Dillon last night, actually talking about how They loaded the wrong voter rolls onto the computers, so it was from previous elections. So if they did show up to vote, it had actually showed that they had already voted. Whether it was done by gross negligence or whether it was done on purpose, either way, it should have never happened. And who knows how many other places in California that this actually happened in. The point is, 
is that if you want to help out, if you want to actually make a change and ensure that your vote matters, I cannot say this enough, you really have to get involved at the local level. I know sometimes when you talk about being a poll watcher or when you talk about running for supervisors of elections, I know it's not a sexy job title, okay? But that is one of the most important overlooked jobs probably in politics today. And I think it does matter. It matters because those people ensure that these problems do not happen. And when it's not done correctly, you have this happen. And honestly, a lot of those videos that were circulating that did come out of KTLA 5 and people were recording, I think did depress a lot of people from actually being able to go to the polls and to vote because they thought that their vote wouldn't matter. I did hear other instances in California where people went in, they had no issues. But the point is, is that the more help that you have in an election, if you're doing your job, if you're wanting to uphold the law and make sure that people are actually voting correctly, then you really do need to get involved at these local levels. So listen to what Harmeet Dillon says, though. She really goes into the specifics of what Larry Elder would have done for California and how the breakdown worked for the whole recall efforts. And I think it's showing and it's telling that Californians, especially Democrats, are not happy and independents are not happy with what has happened with the, I think, establishment Democrat persona of rules for thee, but not for me. We know Gavin Newsom was definitely, I think, the poster boy for that. But when you hear about the numbers of people that came out, regardless of party affiliation, to recall this man, you realize that in 2022, during the California Next gubernatorial, and also too during the turnout for the midterm elections, I do believe that Gavin Newsom will have something to worry about. And that is with Larry Elder. I do believe that Larry Elder, we know now, is the Republican that has the most support in all of California. And if people can just get behind him and stop splitting the vote and stop chasing these pipe dreams where they think that they'll be the next governor, give Larry Elder a chance. Okay. Larry Elder has the most name ID. He is exactly what California needs. Listen to what Harmeet says. Harmeet, um, Newsom obviously looks pretty strong. Is a huge amount of money behind him. We don't know the final vote count. Uh, but if he does prevail, what does it mean for California? What does it say about the future of the California GOP? Well, I'm not sure it says anything about the future of the California GOP, Laura, because over a third of the people who signed this recall petition were not Republicans. They were Democrats and independents. And so I think what you're going to find is that while Gavin Newsom won with a 24 percent advantage in three years ago when he became the governor, if he wins tonight, it's going to be by a much narrower margin. So his support is shrinking. And I think that should send a very strong signal to Democrats and to, you know, anybody who's representing voters in California. Look, Laura, in all the lawsuits I filed, you've had me come on talk about regarding the COVID restrictions. A lot of those had plaintiffs who were Gavin Newsom voters and Democrats. So people are fed up about the schools, about the businesses being shut down, about our liberty being taken away, churches being closed. The fires, the crime, the lack of water, the illegal immigration issues, you name it. And so I think that this recall itself and and all of the millions of people voting to replace Gavin Newsom should be a wake up call for Democrats. throughout. Now, we heard some we heard some concern about voter issues or people being told that when they got to the polls, they had been told they were already had already voted when they had not voted and so forth, particularly um, Republicans showing up to polling places. Um, Watch this perspective. 
I didn't believe it at first. Um, I said, no, check again. And they checked and rechecked. They're like, no, it shows that you've already voted. And, um, and we were just both in shock. We're like, well, it wasn't us. And so they handed us the provisional ballots. And it's like, you can fill this out and, and uh, we will cast it that way. And I'm like, well, what's your process? And they said, well, well, we'll compare your signatures. And uh, depending on the signature, they will select whichever vote that seems right. Harmeet, is this anecdotal, pervasive? What do we know? Well, this happened. Uh, it is not pervasive. It happened in two polling places in Los Angeles County. And I will tell you that there's likely to be litigation in Los Angeles County over multiple incidents of what I can only call incompetence at best. Um, there are many issues that I don't have time to detail here. But it was it was uh, rectified. And it wasn't the case that people were voting for these particular voters, but rather that the incompetent L.A. registrar had had uh, old poll books from a prior election loaded on so that when they came to vote electronically uh, uh, in person, it was shown that they had already voted in the last election. So this is, you know, dumb and it really undermines confidence of voters. And the story spread like wildfire. But in fact, we only got those reports that day on Saturday from a few voters. Um, any voters being misled and told their vote isn't mm -hmm. going to count is too many, but that is incompetence as opposed to something else. Yeah. But there are other issues that we could talk about. But, you know, ultimately, yeah. I think there will need to be some legal effort to clean up. So you heard it there. They are going to pursue legal action. I do believe that sometimes that's the only way that you can really fix the law or at least ensure that people are doing their jobs correctly. And unfortunately, it does get expensive. But, you know, we have good people that support these campaigns and then the campaigns. Similarly, what I did in my Twitter suit, this last campaign cycle, these donations go directly to that. So it really does help out not just the candidate and the campaign, but also to, I think, the country and legislation. So to segue on that, and I know I've been talking your ear off here for a minute, but I do want to get into my next big topic. I had many people asking me about my big news yesterday. And if you didn't see it, make sure that you check out my most recent posting on all of my social media accounts about who I met with. And that is President Donald Trump. I want to get into that meeting real quick. We'll be right back after this short break. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. So my much anticipated meeting with President Donald Trump, arguably one of the greatest presidents of our time, and I do believe, again, he will be the next president of the United States. But I can tell you it could not come at a more perfect time, especially because of every crazy thing that we are seeing out of Washington, D.C. So the first thing, he looks incredible. He has a lot of high energy, and I definitely think that he will be running for office in 2024 after my meeting. I can also tell you that he understands the importance of really cleaning up the Republican Party and ensuring that people with backbones are elected and not these squishy country club Republicans that think that their job is going to be to hang out in Washington, D.C. and not actually fight for the rights of the American people. He understands that. And I do believe that is exactly why he is getting involved in every single Republican primary for an open seat, a redistricted Republican seat. 
as well as these 10 that voted for impeachment. And you know what? I think that that is the best thing that any president could have done, especially him. We know that especially with the Republican and the conservative voting base, that President Trump is arguably one of the most influential people who vets people who is able to really say this person will uphold everything that I talk about and will be a fighter for you. And I think especially after what we observed over the last couple months with everything in D.C. and how I really do believe sometimes the GOP has just completely lost its backbone. This is something that he is going to leave as his legacy, just like the appointment of all those judges. I think he was one of the presidents that has appointed more judges than any other person to include George Washington. And that's simply because George Washington started this country. So there may not have been that many judges at that point in time. But I can tell you that after my meeting with him, I was calling and I told some members of my family that had typically in the past been Democrats. And after I explained to them my meeting, because I'm the type of person that really does believe when you meet someone, and I'm sure some of you know what I'm talking about, you can just pick up on that energy. And you know when these people are either liking you or they don't, or if they're in a bad mood or a good mood, you can sense those vibes, right? And so I was explaining to my family members his energy, and he has such a kind and such a warm energy And after I was done explaining everything and just talking about our conversation, I had one of my family members say, what the media did to him was wrong. And that right there just goes to show how complicit the media really is in all of the turmoil that we are seeing in this country. Because I do believe if the American people knew, and maybe I might have people listening to this that are you know, listening to it because they're going to try to get me because they don't like the fact that I'm a Republican or that I'm conservative. So this is for you. If you had the opportunity to genuinely meet this man, I don't believe that you would have the same viewpoints that you do. From my understanding and from my interactions with him, he is a good man. And I can tell you that the media can be relentless. And there are many people on many different occasions who will intentionally misquote. I know that I've been a victim of it, intentionally misquote or done articles to make people look bad. And that's not right. And especially with media, when it is your job to report the news and to inform people, I would even argue to better help your society. It's almost a moral obligation to skew your perspective into politics and then lie about people in an effort to hurt them. That is when you know that you probably should find a different job. So if people could just see how this man was, he is honestly one of the greatest people to have a conversation with. He's so warm. He's so honest. And exactly like you see him on television, nothing changes. He is the exact same person. And what it is, is that he's really honest. And I think that that when people say, oh, well, you know, why is President Trump so effective with voters? It is because he tells the truth. And although, and it's unfortunate that it is an uncommon thing today in politics that people do not want to be truthful, he is not afraid of it. And I respect him for it. And I'm very blessed to have had that opportunity. And I can tell you to give you hope, I do believe that he will be on the campaign trail in 2024. I do believe that we will take back the House after having that meeting, probably with more than just five seats. I do believe that because in most states, how it works with Congress is that every couple of years, according to the census, you do redistricting. And what that means is that you actually change 
the congressional districts. So the congressional districts are based on populations. And because you change those districts, then that actually determines the voting block of that district. So a lot of these places, sometimes they might have independent nonpartisan councils that will actually draw those congressional districts. Sometimes it's controlled by Democrat or Republican state legislature. But because of the fact that we are redistricting this year, and many of these legislatures are Republican, not saying that they're going to gerrymander, but it is anticipated that we will be picking up more Republican seats. And so I'm very hopeful. And I hope that that gives you guys a peace of mind because I realize that there's so much negative coming out of the media and it does get sometimes hard to kind of see what's happening from the White House. I know that right now there wasn't a lot of coverage of of it, but it should have been. General Milley was actually up and testifying basically on his gross incompetence with Afghanistan and then come to find out, I guess we actually discovered that he did something really shady in regards to illegal communications with China. And a lot of people aren't talking about that. But to my knowledge, if you go behind the sitting president of the United States, if you go behind their back, I think that you can be court-martialed. And I'm not the only one. I think many people are talking about this. There was a a headline by Breitbart that said, Rain Paul calls for Milley to be court-martialed, removed because he went around Trump and colluded with China. And I highly encourage you guys to all read that article. But, you know, we have to hold these people accountable. And so, yes, it can be draining at times. But you know what? It's 100% worth it. So before I go, I want to close with this. We had a huge social media firestorm over a dress. And yes, you know what dress I'm talking about. I'm talking about AOC's Tax the Rich Met Gala ball gown that she wore to an event that on average costs $35,000 a ticket. We'll get right back into that fashion fiasco right after this quick break. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. So we have AOC and you know what? I will say this. She knows how to get a headline. And I do believe that she was copying. If you guys remember that famous MAGA dress that Joy Vila, who is a Grammy award nominee and I believe record winner. And she actually wore that to the Grammys and she made headlines everywhere. And I do believe that if you want to send a message, especially in crossing over to the culture aspect of our country, meaning you want to talk to the younger generation and you want to see him hip and cool or send a political message, you have to do it at these events. So she shows up to the Met, which is one of the most anticipated events of the year. I'm talking for every young girl around the world that's into fashion probably looks and anticipates what people, celebrities, designers, influencers, everyone, what they'll wear to this event. She shows up and she's in this dress that says tax the rich. A lot of people are making Chick-fil-A comparisons, but think about the message it's sending, right? She wants to tax the rich at an event that typically costs per table 275000 
She makes one hundred and seventy four thousand a year. I highly doubt that she paid thirty five thousand dollars for a ticket. So it was probably one of her donors or probably someone that allowed her to attend because she's a member of Congress. But think about the message it's sending. It's sending that she wants to enjoy everything that the wealthy enjoy, right? This being one of them. This is not an event for your average Joe. And I can tell you that I definitely wouldn't be able to afford to attend this event, but that she's not really explaining what all goes into that, right? And so that's typical socialist behavior. And it's kind of scary because a lot of the younger generation, you had her there with someone from Vogue covering this. A lot of people don't realize that when you start to put this legislation forward, and I will remind you that AOC was paid a substantial amount for her documentary, Bringing Down the House. So she's wealthy. This legislation typically never works and is typically always absorbed by the middle class. And because of that, it is probably one of the scariest things that anyone could be doing, especially when you know that it's going to go viral because of the message that it's sending to people who might not know these facts. So we really do. We see this. And I know a lot of people are making fun of her for it, but I'm looking at this and I'm saying we really do have to fight fire with fire because this in sending the message and realizing that many people in pop culture and in Hollywood will support this. And there are so many younger people that don't follow politics that will think that this is a good idea. That is alarming, and it's alarming for a number of reasons. So I think that we might have some tricks up our sleeve here at Gingrich 360. Make sure you stay tuned for that. But we really do, for as much as you know, we don't like her policies, we do have to make sure that Republicans are better at branding because this type of display, this type of interaction that we see her have with a lot of voters that typically most people in politics cannot reach, makes her more influential than even Joe Biden. And that is something, especially when someone's talking about these Democrat, quote unquote, socialist policies, which there's no such thing as a Democrat and a socialist. Socialism is bad. Socialism kills. It is definitely something that's destroyed countries. And we as a people have to ensure that we are educating the younger generation so that this type of policy the freedoms that you and I enjoyed are not gone for future generations. So make sure that you come back. Hopefully by Friday, I think we'll have a pretty interesting announcement on our social medias. But this whole tax the rich and the dress and sending a message, I think that that's just the beginning in regards to being able to influence pop culture. And I highly encourage everyone to really look at the impact that she had because everyone and their grandmother, to include us here, on Luna Talks, we're talking about it. And that is how you know that a message is picking up traction. And we have to ensure again that this type of message does not result in the loss of our freedoms. Before we go, I want to thank you guys so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, please leave us a review and rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. To hear more of my episodes and get my weekly newsletter, head to gingrich360.com slash Anna. And you can also find me on Twitter, Parlor, Facebook, Instagram, and my new favorite platform, Getter, at Real Anna Paulina. A special thank you to producer Drew Steele, writer Aaron Kliegman, and executive producers Debbie Myers and speaker Newt Gingrich, part of the Gingrich 360 Network.
I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.